Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington, and I'm Bill Knight. How are you? Uh, things have been better. Uh, this is a special edition of It's Another Day. We decided that it was important to do a, a short episode because a lot of a lot of uh, difficult things are happening in the world right now. Well, yeah, we you know we've mentioned before that uh, the nukes could fly. Now they're not flying, so don't don't read that into it. And we're not saying they're gonna fly. But if you were looking at the doomsday clock and it was a second tell midnight, it is just a scotch away from touching the 12. Mm -hmm. And that's because uh, Putin put his nukes on high alert. Um, Things aren't working out well for him, as you Here's Here's what it says. In a dramatic escalation of east-west tensions over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, President Vladimir Putin ordered the Russian nuclear forces to go on high alert because of what he called aggressive statements by leading NATO powers. Well, his his big thing is is that he has, whether you want to say they're legit or not, uh, he's got concerns with NATO and Ukraine becoming a NATO nation, which he is too, because then he fears he's going to have aggression at his doorstep. The answer to the question is, let the Ukraine be its own uh, free nation uh, and maybe not be a a NATO nation, but to where they have their freedom and get these hostilities back down because uh, Ukraine has got a long history, but they're not just Russian people there. There's, it's a makeup and uh, which means there are Russians that are related to people in the Soviet Union. And you had mentioned, I know I saw a video of the uh, the troop carrier of the Russians crash. They're not admitting it, just like we don't always admit things. And there are Russian troops, you said, that are saying, hey, uh, I'm giving up. So that's the side of the story that nobody's reporting. He anticipated a short conflict in the Ukraine. It would be like a day or two and it would be over. He thought that the Ukraine would fold. This is what everyone's saying. And I agree. He sent his forces in and the Ukrainian people have stood up like he couldn't imagine. Uh, They handed out guns to doctors, to lawyers, to professors, to to the shoeshine guy on the street. Everybody got a rifle and some ammunition and they're fighting him door to door now. And what was supposed to be a rollover, a pushover has been anything but so Putin has been backed into a corner like a rat, <laughs> but, it, but it really is uh, the perfect analogy. When you back a rat into the corner or a raccoon into a corner and they have no place to go, that's when they are the most vicious. And that's mm-hmm. where he is right now. He's in that corner. And all of a sudden this morning we wake up and he's telling the world, hey, wait a second, don't forget I have my finger right over this button here, and this button fires nuclear weapons. And if I get really ticked off, you're going to feel the pain, world. One of the things I'll say uh, about that is he he did threaten from the front end. He had the nukes. What he didn't anticipate going in, everyone thought it should have been a rollover if he went in. Not that everyone encouraged that, but the logic would dictate it would have been a rollover. What they didn't take into account is when the soldiers that are fighting, when it comes down to 
their family, friends, and loved ones, all of a sudden, the whole chemistry changes. You know, am I going to go kill my brother? We had that in the Civil War, too, with what was uh, going on here once in our history. Mm -hmm. But you got it there. And that's worked against him. And you're right. He is a, a rat backed into a corner or he's an angry husband that's a wife beater that has broken into the house. Uh, he's uh, beating the hell out of her and she's fighting back. And so now he's forced to play a hand he should never play. But we, as a world, when everything was going on, we should have sat there and worked at figuring out a solution. Then going, there will be sanctions, there will be this. Let's just get to the heart of the matter and talk. We didn't the thing do that. is, Bill, he also has looked to us and seen the leader of the free world as being a feckless, weak man. Uh, Joe yeah. Biden, his answer to, he told, he told Zelensky, the leader of the Ukraine, don't worry, whatever happens, we've got you covered and we'll back you to the fullest extent. And then when the Russians came in, his answer to Zelensky was, do you need a ride out of the country? And, and Zelensky said, no, I don't need a ride out of the country. Help. I need air cover. I need ammunition. The other thing that uh, Putin didn't anticipate was that he thought that because he controlled the oil to, to Germany, he thought that the Germans would be quiet. Well, what happened yesterday, I don't know whether you read this or not, he said, the, the Germans said, look, it, we're going to send guns and ammunition and artillery equipment to the Ukraine, and we're going to do it right away. Well, one thing Putin doesn't want to do is nuke the Ukraine. He would be nuking his front door, and it would blow back on him. But don't take uh, think for a minute that the, he wouldn't pull the trigger on the nukes. If he feels that he is, it's his last ditch. And he's already the bad guy, and now he's standing there over the dead body with the gun in his hand. Don't think for a minute that he won't pull the trigger. Did he have just cause to raise his hands and say, hey, uh, I'm concerned about something? Probably so. But is he doing the right thing now? Absolutely not. They have low-yield nuclear weapons. It used to be in the old days, the nuclear weapons were all big uh, massive explosion of weapons. Now they have low yield, limited damage nuclear weapons. Uh, so they could they could take out, for example, a city like Kiev. They could take it out with a low yield uh, weapon, destroy the city, but not destroy the country. Well, what I have to say about low yield, we used to have those two. We we did away with them. There has been talk that hey, let's get them back. Nuclear is nuclear. To me, it is. Um, something that we really shouldn't be playing with because the cleanup is forever. Chernobyl is the example of that, the big disaster that happened in 86. You're talking about rods that are in that reactor that have somewhere around a half-life of 15,000 years. They stay hot, so they have to be constantly maintained. You brought that up to him, but that is a fact. Uh, all these reactors all over the planet are bombs. Um, we, we've got to come to, uh, uh, we've got to evolve to a time in our species that 
we can sit down at the table and uh, quit hating one another and start communicating and stop alienating one another with nasty memes. Everybody has a concern. Everybody's point, as stupid as it may seem to you, is, is a valid at least point on their side. Listen to it. Try to find some neutral ground. There is no commonality between it's just sides anymore. Nationally, globally, whatever. And like I said, I'm a spiritual kind of guy. Uh, even if you've never prayed, say a prayer. What do you got to lose? Thursday or Friday of last week, the Russians took uh, Chernobyl. And when they took Chernobyl, the maintenance crew, and I say maintenance, I don't mean the janitors. There's a crew that has to service the nuclear reactors at Chernobyl in order that they don't overheat and explode. So the maintenance crew that maintains those reactors left the city when the Russians took control of Chernobyl. The problem we have now is there's nobody maintaining those nuclear reactors in Chernobyl. So what's happening is they will eventually, from what I heard this morning on one of the uh, the talk program, one of, one of the news channels, they will overheat and they will explode. And that, like you said, by themselves is a nuclear weapon of sorts. We should know this here in the United States. We have one of those time bombs, actually, not too far from me. You're right. far enough away from it. But Three Mile Island, Three Mile Island, where there was a beautiful community, is still condemned. You can't go there. You can't walk those streets. Yes, they sealed the the rods in the reactor, but those reactors are uh, they're still cooking. Even though they've been shut off, the rods are still cooking in the water. Uh, I had read somewhere not too long ago that they're concerned now that the the concrete is breaking down the water may be leaking out they they may have to encase the encasement they right. may have to literally put another case around the original case when three mile island happened it was less than a week that it was to the boiling point now i'm not a fan of jimmy carter but when he went there to ease everyone and walk through they're going, don't go there because it's going to blow. It was at that state. So I will give him that credit. You know, he went there to calm the people down. It was a, it was a lie that he was trying to, to purvey because he didn't want panic. Yeah, I get that. But the point was, in a week's time, that powder keg was going to go. So, folks, where we stand right now is the Russians have put their nuclear deterrent forces on high alert it's like the cuban missile crisis was i hate to use that parallel but it's true back in 1962 we mm -hmm. are on the edge you said the what was that the doomsday clock was a, the doomsday a clock before? yeah well i'm i'm saying you're, you're you've got that 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 hand just about to tick midnight it's probably within a scotch of touching it at this level, because you got to look at the situation and everything that's going on. Uh, the European allies have sat there and said, no, sorry, Russia, you're not going to fly your bombers over. He is going to do something if somebody doesn't de-escalate. And that would be saying, you know what, let's go ahead and just calm everything down. Get the three major leaders into a room to where they start talking and put all their concerns on the table. 
And number one, that would that would de-escalate everything. And that would give Putin a chance to walk out, get what he wants, save face. It would give Kiev or uh, the Ukraine a chance to address their concerns and walk away with a win. And I'm not a fan of Biden, but he wants to go down as a great leader, take initiative and do something besides threatening uh, attack with a wet noodle. You know what his answer to the whole crisis was on Friday was to get on the helicopter and fly to Delaware, where they don't have a skiff, which is a secure room for uh, mm-hmm. intelligence uh, conf- uh, discussions. They don't have a skiff. Uh, he, it is not like Camp David. He went to his, his little house in, in Delaware where he can sleep late and not think about it. In the meantime, the world is is turning to jello. That being said, the good news is Putin did leave the door open for some peace talks. That was one of the things that they, they said uh, this morning. So let's hope that the next time we talk, which is tomorrow, we have better things to, to talk about and that uh, this is de-escalated. Well, it's a holy day. It's Sunday. so And he did leave the door open. I do believe that in the back of his mind, probably in the front of his mind, he wants to talk. But everybody is throwing different things at him besides, okay, let's let's address your concerns. But we're bringing concerns to the table, too. That's not happening. And when that doesn't happen, he's the rat in the corner, and he's got the finger on the trigger. Okay, folks, that is going to do it for this abbreviated version of It's Another Day. We will do it again tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have better news to discuss and talk about. This has been a crazy weekend. Little did I know that when I woke up this morning, I would turn the TV on and and hear that Putin has elevated the nuclear level to the level that it's at today. I think it's always been there. I think that he he said from the get-go, if we did certain things... That was an option. We didn't listen to it or we didn't believe it. Now, here we are. Well, have a have a good remainder of your weekend, William. And uh, with a little bit of luck, uh, we'll be able to do this again tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I'm a man of faith. I believe we will. Somehow, in the end, good always wins over evil. It may not be an easy win, but it's always a win. I would say that... Uh, God has this. God knows how this is going to end. Uh, Trust in God. And uh, that being said, God helps those who help themselves. So you might want to go to Sam's Clubs or uh, BJ's and get yourself some some water and and some supplies. You're going to need that anyway. We got the the Freedom Trucker Rally going on here. You need that. You know, but spend some time with the family. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. And just... Enjoy the day, because there's nothing we can do. We've spoken our peace. When asked, you speak your peace, and that's all we can do. And pray. Okay, folks, that's it. Have a good remainder of your weekend. Bye. Adios. Adios.